Uh, I am now reading about the shower curtain effect. Oh, yeah. The Bernoulli's thing? It's not. No one knows for sure why the shower curtain does its dance. Bullshit. It makes sense. It's Bernoulli's effect. Uh, I don't know. You want to bring that rage to the, uh, to the show? 100% I will. Should I get drunk first? I'll get drunk. That doesn't sound... You know I'll get drunk. I don't know. I think it would be really helpful if I were drunk. Uh, you think so? Listen, I'm already pretending to be drunk right now in this sentence, and That's it's going really well. My concern. Oh boy, it's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through our friend and your friend and everybody's friend, the internet, Catherine Kogert. Hey, it's great to be here. Do you really think that the internet likes everybody? I think the internet tries its best, but it's spread very thin and sometimes it gets grouchy and then that kind of like becomes like a a landslide where all of a sudden you're just like reading racial slurs in a row. Right. Well... You know. Is that what happens to you when you get grouchy? or? Uh, I mean, everybody has that friend, right? Right? Grouchy oh, no. racist friend? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to reconsider. Hang on. I, I, I need to look at some of my, um, look at some of my uh, uh, friends list here. I let me get up my book of friends. <laughs> I'll just, uh, get this off the shelf. Oh, right, the and, ledger. Uh, Oscar the Grouch? Well, that's sort of out of date now. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway. R.I.P. Oscar the Grouch. Uh, what happened to him? Uh, <laughs> well, he was try- crushed by a trash compactor. Oh, no. They know they're not supposed to take the can, right? Or or did he get dumped you out of the can? But he was dumped out of the can, yeah. Oh. Why would you say this thing? Like, Why, why would I say this thing? Uh, I mean, <laughs> because this is the internet and it's a dark place and I needed to prove my point. Lesson learned. Um, well, let's move on to lighter fare. Something uh, that perhaps we've all thought about. At Maybe like, a salad. Uh, yeah, you know, I just feel like that's the thing. Okay, so uh, we're here at the podcast restaurant ordering topics. Yeah. I've been looking at the menu. Shea pod. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, hi, I'll be your server today. Um, my name is Clarice. Oh, Jim. And... Hey, thank you. I can see that on your name tag. Thank you, Jim, for taking my order today. Could I get an Arnold Palmer? Uh, and I swear yeah. to God, if it is watered down, I will ask to speak to your manager. Oh, of course not. Why, why, would, why would I do that? Uh, I mean, certainly not that you could. Yeah. Okay. So what else can I get you? All right. Thanks, Jim. Oh, Bye-bye. Boy. So anyway, back to my important podcast business meeting. Uh-huh, yes. Uh, now I'm your podcast business partner. Uh, and <laughs> as, as you know, being your podcast business partner, I do want to sort of roll with the scene with you. Um, <laughs> so what sort of scene were you uh, imaging for? Okay. So we've got the new product coming out, the new show. Uh-huh. It's going to be about shower curtains and i just want to i want i want you to envision because you're the one with the vision i want you to envision how are we going to introduce that to the listeners i think that we should just very clearly and succinctly we shouldn't waste a lot of time i think we should just get to the point and say this week's episode is about shower curtains okay great writing that down and um so when should we do that what kind of people do we need what kind of timelines are you thinking who's gonna fund it Well, like maybe several minutes into the show Uh after a pretty diffuse bit on a podcast restaurant that didn't really go anywhere what do you think i love it great 
Uh, cut, print, send it to the podcast factory. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So shower curtains is our topic this week. Um, to reiterate, my name is Tim Dobbs. That's Catherine Cogart. My name has been stated. <laughs> and if you weren't listening, that's your problem. <laughs> well, yeah, it's on them. Um, so what is your shower curtain situation? Oh, I um, I I'm proud of my shower curtain situation, given my lot in life right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, ever since uh, you've been forced to roll a shower curtain up a hill every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Sisyphus. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Uh, what? Okay, uh, go ahead. I don't have a lot of free income right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did when I moved. Not this most recent move, but the one before. Uh, I did take my little self down to uh, Crate and Barrel, and I bought uh, a new shower curtain for myself. Um, mm. And I really like the pattern, um, and I, I stand by that pattern. Um, and I I really have enjoyed owning it. And when I moved recently with the shower curtain, it was actually really nice to be like, this is my nice adult shower curtain that I can take down and I can wash it if need be because mm. it's an adult shower curtain. Right. Um, I want to talk more about that, but I, I, I just also want to mention, you know what I like about Crate and Barrel? It's the kind of place that says, this is all sort of industrial trash, but it is also still too expensive for you, Tim. That's, that's what Crate <laughs> and Barrel says to me. It's like, sure, it's junk you'd find on like a in a wharf or uh, some sort of warehouse where maybe like Batman. Crates and Barrel. Yeah. yeah. Where Crates and Barrels are. <laughs> this is the sort of thing a video game character might stalk around. We, we just blow these things up just in order to take out other people. But There's absolutely some Ninja Turtles around here. Mm-hmm. And yet, still, when I look at the prices, I go, I don't think that's for me. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know what you do? You just add some copper mugs on top of it, and suddenly it's 4x the price. <laughs> well, they are very stylish. <laughs> Did you? I, 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 were you ever a part of the uh, Moscow Mules became very popular for a little while, and those are served in those copper mugs. Uh, <laughs> I want to say traditionally, but I don't know if that's just, you know, fad traditionally or like actually traditionally. Either way. There was this whole period where you'd have to give your license up to a bar in order to get one of those mugs because they're like, people are stealing our expensive mugs. Yeah, I remember that. And I do also, um, for one of our episodes, I read about why the copper mugs. Hmm. Um, There was one guy who I believe had either, he had either a surplus of vodka or a surplus of ginger ale. Um, And another guy, this is in New York in like the 20s or something. And another guy had a surplus of copper mugs. And he's like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with these copper (laughs) mugs. And they were like, let's just put some vodka in in this ginger ale and put it in a copper mug and then call it a day. Uh, You know, American ingenuity. I mean, we laugh, (laughs) but like too much vodka ginger ale I could come up with something for. If you were really in the situation where you had just boxes and boxes, pallets of copper mugs sitting there i think you you would need to figure something out right yeah no absolutely you would probably go to a bar try and meet some distributors what can what's the things i could put in these mugs (laughs) um i could put these mugs into hands yeah exactly so i should be in distributing i think so i think you would do very well networking at a bar (laughs) thank you Mm mm-hmm so, uh, you but you treated yourself to this uh, very uh, expensive, uh, but weirdly expensive um, thing. It's adult thing. 
Um, yeah, it was like 80 bucks all told. That's quite a bit. Yeah. We uh, also here at uh, Shay, uh, Tim Dobbs podcast partner, um, <laughs> we also recently invested in a new shower curtain. Um, and it is notably nicer than the one we had before, which was just like a plastic whatever thing with like a beige pattern on it. Um, beige patterns to distract you from whatever else is going on with this situation. <laughs> I mean, as I remember, when I come to San Francisco, I stay at your place because why spend the money? Um, but as I remember, it was a tree. Uh, maybe. It to... was a brown tree. And I remember this because I also had that shower curtain once upon a time. Oh, I wonder where it's from. I think from. it was at like Bed Bath & Beyond or something. Mm, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, I, I have lived with the shower curtain for so long that I just, I, I don't even know. I don't. Yeah, I can go look in the trash. It hasn't been taken out yet. Uh, <laughs> they are quite bulky when you throw them out. I remember when I threw that one out. Rather bulky. Yeah. Um. Well, this occurs to me that maybe I'll save it. I used to, uh, um, you know, in a crate or a barrel or some sort of pack rat thing. Um, I, I used to actually have a shower curtain. My mom, when I moved uh, to California uh, from Connecticut, she gave me... Just like in her flurry of giving me things to take. Um, you'll she, need this. You'll need this. Yeah. And one of them was a, a folded up quite cheap shower curtain. You know, just like the kind you'd pick up, you know. Oh, I just I just need something. New or used? New. Um, okay. I ended up not needing it uh, in the first few places I stayed. I believe they all had glass doors or, you know, the, those kind of fogged doors. Um, oh, yeah. I don't like those. Mm, uh, okay. Well, let's circle back to that. Uh, but for, for the, um, for the, the shower curtain itself, uh, what I ended up doing, doing with it was using it as like a tarp for camping. Like, a yeah, I don't need like a oh. serious tarp, but I do need something just like, just in case the ground is a little damp or something. Oh, yeah. okay. And then later on, I would use it as a drop cloth if I was doing some painting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, uh, maybe I'll save this one too, just for, for those purposes. And I can tell you. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> tell me more. Uh, well, I just, um, I mean, it's kind of gross. A lot of people have showered and put all of their skin cells on that. Mm. Um, and I know a lot of it's just like, you can get that stuff off, but it's kind of conceptually gross. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting topic. Conceptually gross. <laughs> I like, I like this new uh, concept that you've coined. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's relevant, right? Um, people don't want to drink, um, discharge from a wastewater treatment plant because it's conceptually gross. Mm. Um, you can put it from the drinking or from the wastewater treatment plant directly to a drinking water plant. Um, and then you'll find that like after the drinking water plant, people are like, oh, did this come from a wastewater treatment plant? No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and just because it's conceptually gross. Well, astronauts do it. I say if it's good enough for the astronauts, I'm in. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, not everybody feels that way. They've got the right um, stuff, Catherine. And it's just, just put newspaper down, Tim. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't work Why does it camping. have to be an old shower curtain? You have no plans to do a painting project. Not currently. I don't know. You know what? I don't want to tell you how to live your life. And but, like, here's what I will say. Mm. What are you going to paint me? Um, I will paint you... Uh... Let's a see. portrait of myself. Thank you very much for offering. I accept. Here. All right. What do we have next on the docket? Well, there it is. I'll be back in a moment uh, after I'm done hitting this thing. Encyclopedia Brunch. 
back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about shower curtains. Those things that keep your bathroom from getting all wet. Thank goodness. There are other ways to keep one's uh, bathroom from getting all wet. Thank goodness. Uh, the aforementioned sliding doors. Not the movie? Who made that movie? Oh, what? Was it a Japanese filmmaker, I want to say? Sliding doors? Um, I have heard that when God slides a door closed, he opens a, another window. I, th- I thought when God right? slides a door closed. Uh... It's probably just the screen door. You could cut through that. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the lesson <laughs> being, don't let God tell you what to do. You don't have to take it from him. <laughs> He's not your mom. <laughs> uh, I mean, in some theologies, I, well, oh, well. <laughs> e, I, who, or will. Oh, um. Yeah, right. So there, the the other way to do it is through a, a sliding door. Um, so there is there's one version of when someone asks you, "How do you want to set up the bathroom?" Um, you're like, "Oh, a shower curtain's fine. Let's put a shower right up." There is another version in which we'll branch off, and um, you said, "Well, okay, let's install a pseudo permanent door." I don't know. How do you even describe that? How would you describe one of those bathroom sliding doors to an alien? Uh, okay. Which, it's the worst way to uh, close a shower. It's like a closet door, but meant to hold in water, I feel like. Like one of those sliding closet doors. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Do you differentiate between the sliding doors and the uh, open and closed doors that are just like a regular door, but glass? I do. And I'll tell you why. Great question, Catherine. uh, I'll take my answer off the air. Fantastic. Well, here we are here on the Tim Dobbs show, uh, doing Tim Dobbs call and stuff. Um. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so I think that um, I associate the doors that open like doors open, you know, like on a hinge in and out. I think those are fancier. I think those tend to be more in like a cabin or some place that has one of those vertical rain showers, you know, where the nozzle is directly above you. And it's just like it seems really luxurious. But then you're like, uh, how do I step oh, outside the waterfall to soak myself? Nozzle. <laughs> no, I love the waterfall nozzle. The secret to that is you just have a really big shower. Mm. It's like a walk in shower. Yeah, I mean, all showers are yeah. walk-in showers, but like, <laughs> uh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, but it's like a big shower where there's like a whole swath of the shower that has no water. That you're just like, this is just the lounging area. <laughs> like we could have a couch here. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like um, you know, the part of the warmed pool where it's sort of just like steps, and you can kind of dip your feet in like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, I want the steps of my shower to be really long and luxurious. Mm. So do you uh I mean that sounds great. I mean just so great. I think I think yeah. one of the best luxuries in life is the option to be wet, but the option like you can choose at any moment. Uh Okay. I th- I think having that boundary built into your living space is really a luxury, right? Like where you're like I'll be wet and now I will be dry over here, but still in a warm damp atmosphere. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um I think you're absolutely right. Thank you. Thank you for this vote of confidence. Um, do you do you associate that as well? The sliding the sliding door is is uh it's the sort of trailer shower. You know, it's uh I think I think not I, necessarily. Can, can I suggest something to you real quick? And, and what do you got for I, me? I'd like you to roll in your objection into this entire point. So I'll I'll make the larger point and then you can object to all of it. I think sliding doors might be. The late, less fancy door. Like, I think the sliding door is always going to be the trashier door compared to the full opening. That's why 
uh, a middle class house will have a sliding door to the patio. A fancy house has French doors. French doors. Yeah, those bay doors that open. There's they're double doors and they yeah. open up as though to welcome you in. Yes, yes, yes. They open seemingly autonomously and then the wind blows some things and there's just a glass of wine waiting for you with a rose. And you think, oh, well, there, I, I, surely there's some secret admirer or something. But then it turns out it is a ghost from the 1700s who has fallen in love with you. And now you've got that to deal with. It seems like you might be speaking from experience. Well, it was a good glass of wine, and you know we had we had some laughs, huh? Couple of good years, me and the ghost. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. It's still very painful. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about your ghost ex girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'd say we still keep in touch, but I threw out my Ouija board, you know, in like a a, a way of just being like, you know. This is me, and I'm an independent person. I don't need this Ouija board to right. stay connected to the netherworld. <sighs> yeah, plus, like, you kind of have a bad rep with all the ghosts. I've been talking to them, and I don't know. You're not, like, you're their favorite person right now. What are they saying to me about me on Ouija book? <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, all right, well, let, let's let's move along. Uh, <laughs> do, do you agree with the, the concept of... Uh, I am absolutely willing to agree with you there, but I still am not sold on the open shower door being the fanciest type of shower. Like for me, shower fanciness is a function of floor space. What? Yeah. Okay. Tell me more. Um. Uh, the bigger the shower, the fancier. Okay. Regardless of door. I, so what I would say is a very big shower. I don't know. I don't think I've ever been in an extremely big shower, but it seems to me that at a certain point, You've got like, a, like you know, a typical shower, just it's three-sided and one side has a curtain or a, a slidey door or whatever. It seems to me at a certain point of shower size, it's a four-sided fort, essentially. And then you have a small entryway that you can use to get in and out. Not necessarily. Okay. I've had a couple experiences at uh, fancy hotels. Um, w hotels, actually. Uh -huh. W hotels have the weirdest bathroom situations. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, the W in Bellevue um, has the bathtub just in the bedroom. Yeah, okay. Kind that, of in the middle of the room. That's like a hip, like, you know, oh, it's sort of like we have a loft kind of situation. I guess so. I don't know what, like, the utility of that is. I think I, well, I... Other than, like, I guess you could, like, um, I don't know, your significant other can toss you a Hershey's bar while you're in the tub. That would be nice. Um, huh. Is this a... Then I could have some bath time chocolate. Recurring fantasy? Or like, what's the... You know what? Don't let me... To what... eat chocolate in the bath? <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently. I it's a fa It's not a sexy fantasy. It's a regular fantasy. Yeah. Like, a... yeah, this is the thing. Fantasy has been co-opted by sexuality. You could just fantasize. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would love to just eat some chocolate. Have somebody th toss me some chocolate. Well... Uh, I'm in the bath. Okay. When the way you said toss, it kind of sounded like maybe you had your mouth open and the toss was like, you know, an underhand. Oh, that's thing. even more fun. Is that? Okay. <laughs> this is good. I feel like we're all like kind of sketching out like the lines of like, what does Catherine want in life? What is best in yeah, life? I feel Catherine? like there's some real stakes there because like, that can't be good for me if the chocolate gets in the water. I feel like 
No, you don't want to eat the chocolate if the chocolate gets in the water. The chocolate's done at that no. point. But yeah, but I think uh-huh. you could totally make sort of a airy fairy hand wavy case for it's good to bathe in chocolate. I'm certain there's a spa that does so. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say it's not good to bathe in chocolate water. Tell me more. I think can uh, I get real real graphic with it for a second? Yeah. Okay. I'd be concerned about the potential for a yeast infection. Mm, yeah, that's fair. A lot of, a lot of sugar is kind of bouncing around. Yeah, okay. yeah. Especially like that that crappy Hershey's chocolate because that's just that's just sugar. There's not really chocolate in there. Right. What if we did like a cocoa thing though? Just like pure dark chocolate. Uh, no, I'm not interested in that. No, thank you. Well, it's too late. We've all signed up. And anyway, we'll see you when after the break. Covered in chocolate. Slowly hardening. With only a few uh, minutes to go. What? Well, all right, that's fine. on encyclopedia brunch talking about shower curtains tim 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 i know i know that i'm often kind of you know i kind of play the heel on the podcast i'm like gonna distract you from getting us to talk about the topic but for once i need you i need you to stay on topic because i am up to my neck in chocolate that is hardened it's slowly creeping around i'm concerned by the end of the show it'll just be around my mouth mm-hmm. um so please as as my last act on this earth, yeah. let me talk about shower curtains. Okay. Can I ask you one quick question first, though? Sure. Did you get the living haunted chocolate? Because I just got the regular chocolate, and certainly I am hardening, but it is not slowly consuming me, threatening to enter my insides. Did you get... Well, I did get the mutant alien strain mm. edition. I understand Was the I impulse. Was I not supposed to do that? No, no, I get it. I get why, like, you're going down the list and you're like, it's, I should treat myself and you check every option. Problem is some of those options are actually negative options. That would explain why the chocolate is possessed by a ghost as well. Yeah. Well, anyway, it'll be kind of cool to, like, I don't know. Learn about like what your life is like as you slowly become uh, haunted, poisoned, consumed by chocolate, possessed by a ghost. Uh, you know, I was ready for a new phase. Yeah. It's time to mix it up. So tell me about your shower curtain. Brand new Catherine. It is a pattern shower curtain. There's a chevron pattern on it, which means that there's just kind of little up arrows. Mm-hmm. And it is gray, teal, and yellow. Um, Quite simple. Great Quite simple, just polka dots forming uh, chevrons in three colors. Oh, polka dots forming chevrons. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple Which of... I realize after the fact is kind of a very similar pattern that I have on my bedspread. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was entirely unintentional. No, see, this is, this is actually a really good question. Is um, Does it make sense for a shower curtain to like mirror any other uh, upholstery in your life? I mean, do, do you... Is it, is, is it live just in the bathroom or could you have, could you be the sort of person, I like the sort of connective tissue of like, oh, there's here in the shower, there's here on the bedspread, um, perhaps my wallpaper on my uh, desktop uh, computer. Um, desktop also, computer. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, I, I tend to feel I am of the camp that, um, and I realized today when you suggested this topic that I do have some interior design opinions. Mm. I feel that each room should be its own thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, each room should be able to act autonom- autonomously. I just apparently like chevrons made out of polka dots. Well, you're not wrong. Um, I'd like to talk briefly. Do you, do you have a moment for shape talk? Shape Talk. Yeah, no, it's my favorite sub-podcast that we do. Shape Talk. Um, so, real quick, uh, we have two topics today for Shape Talk. One is polka dots. Why are they polka dots? A polka dot is just a big circle, right? It's, it's just like a very big dot or a small circle. It's a lot of dots. So it has to be a lot. Yeah. Okay. Do you know why it's polka? No. Okay, me neither. Um, I looked it up once, but I don't remember. Well, that's the game. Um, second question. Uh, Chevron. You're familiar with uh, the Chevron company. They uh, produce uh, petroleum products, gasoline, Right. Et I'm also familiar with the Chevron's locking on Stargate. Is that where you're going with this? Because I would love to talk about Stargate with you. Well, we've got a few more minutes here in Shape Talk. Why don't you run free for a minute, and then we'll come back and talk about the Chevron gas company. So the Guaulds are a species of parasitic worms that live in the guts of humans. Um, certain Guauld posed as gods here on Earth um, mm. and instructed humans to build the pyramids, fooling them that they were gods by giving humans superhuman strength and healing abilities. Okay. Uh, now, Just, uh, five the more seconds here. Stargate One team made up of a military colonel wrap who I believe up, is then promoted to a captain. Um, a uh, okay, I can't well that's about it. All right, well no, that was really great, and thank you for sharing that. Um, look for uh, future episodes of Shape Talk. Uh, I just want to end, <laughs> as always, uh, episodes of Shape Talk with uh, a simple question: Why did we get a, let a company get away with calling themselves a shape? Chevron could be. Oh, if there was a company called Circle, or com- I guess there is a company called Square. There is. Yeah. Well, what about um, Circle K? Well, but that's a letter as well. I think combinations are fair <laughs> so, game. Okay, so you would so would you let them call themselves like Chevron Q? Uh huh. Absolutely. Or they could okay. call themselves Standard Oil of California, which is what they used to be called. What about Squarespace? Is that okay? Um, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. A bunch of squares work there and then take up a lot of space. That seems very okay. cruel, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have another question for you. Uh-huh. What about the video game website Polygon? Um, well, that's moving it's to the third dimension. kind of on the line. <laughs> I just don't think we have any... Uh, I don't think we have any purview there. Um, I will say I liked... Uh, uh, hearing a story from uh, Griffin McElroy on uh, one of the many Polygon podcasts that he does um, or videos or I don't know so much product from those McElroy boys so um, much content mm, um, but he did say that they when they were talking about like how, how do you make a video game website that is also like smart and like you know interesting and like let's come up with like an interesting name they actually kicked around the idea of calling it Sprite you know like a video game Sprite and they were like <laughs> wait a second actually we can't call our, our website Sprite I think there's a thing called Sprite Anyway, this has been Shape Talk. Um, so shower curtains. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I buy that you each each room should be able to act autonomously, so then they can form the Voltron of your living space. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And they each have their own individual strengths as characters. Each room a joy. That's what I say. A separate mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What do you think about so the the, the curtain we uh recently got also a quite pricey shower curtain where I'm like, shit, can I wear this as clothes? This might be good clothes. Can <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get into togas? Yeah. Um, it's a uh, it's a series of whales. It's just a uh, and it's not in a pattern. It's just like here is a humpback whale. Here is a blue whale, and it's sort of diagrammed out like you might see in an old timey um uh ecologist book um like a what do, what do you call those like a you know a big book where they just describe animals they've seen a zoo book yeah exactly a, a sort of zoo book curtain um so what, what do you think about that i found it's it's it, it blends in a lot less you walk into this bathroom you're like oh, a lot of whales here yeah it's a statement piece for sure yeah. but i feel good about it but then again i love whales so whales are cool whales are cool i don't you know i think i i prefer patterns um personally mm -hmm. because like mm, they blend easier <laughs> yeah they don't like draw too much attention to themselves it's not like the center of the bathroom um i don't know but like i'm also like i am realizing today that like i have opinions about interior decorating but i have no reason to believe that they're good opinions as i look around my bedroom like oh i have some interesting like cool stuff that i like but like i don't think it really holds together cohesively which is what interior design is about right. um so i'm i'm still figuring it out well, personally you know, both of us are getting older i think our our uh interiological clocks are starting to tick and i think we're starting to think like you know how could i make this nice you know just just nice it's nice yeah 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 just nice um one thing that's interesting that i would say for uh the the shower curtain the the statement shower curtain is i've noticed that previously with our beige you say it had a tree on it i don't really know um curtain it sort of felt like we have a fairly small bathroom We'd you'd walk in and you'd say Right, there's a toilet there's a sink there's some cabinetry and uh oh my god a tree <laughs> <laughs> no no it's it's the opposite right i would say and of course there's a shower it just sort of looked like a shower you know nothing special or anything um now with this brand new fancy shower curtain it kind of feels like a wall it sort of feels like oh yeah uh, toilet sink cabinetry and um a big painting that we've hung up on this wall of some whales and then you pull it pull the curtain aside and you're like ah there's more space here Oh, I kind of love the idea of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is this is why I think I got into thinking about shower curtains at all, was the idea that we're like, mm, this is a pseudo room over here. Or even just like, this is an opportunity to have a painting. Oh, yeah. Uh, instead of, And you don't actually have to hang anything up because there's a big rod there already. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a special rod that's just for this. <laughs> oh, that's true. Good for that rod. Um, it's an A rod. <laughs> uh, no, that guy sucks. Um, <laughs> hey, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about um, the shower curtain effect. I think we talked about in our gas pumps episode, see our episode on gas pumps. Um, we talked about the Bernoulli effect a little bit. Uh, the concept mm -hmm. that when uh, a fluid is moving, whether it be liquid or gas, it's moving quickly, then it exerts low pressure. Um, everything next to that will feel it being like sort of pulled into that moving fluid because the pressure is lowered yeah. as fluid moves quickly. So that's the Bernoulli effect. And I think you said at that time that that's the reason that a shower curtain pulls in on you when you're showering. Mm -hmm. Um you care to restate that uh, for for the record? Yeah, I still believe that you have a, a stream of fluid on one side and a 
stream uh, or like and then sort of stagnant fluid on the other side the the side with fast moving fluid creates a low pressure area um and then the so the side without the fluid has a normal pressure area and so it gets pulled the curtain will get pulled into the low pressure area right which makes some sense i remember when you mentioned that i thought well i don't know i always assumed there was some degree uh to which it had to do with just hot air like hot water is coming down to the shower that uh, heats up the air. The air rises up over the shower curtain and then new air must come to replace that. And so it must come from the side or beneath and like suck it in. That's kind of what I always assumed. Okay. It turns out there are numerous possibilities and they all probably have something to do with it. But I'm going to give you some quick this hits here. This is stupid. This seems very easy to like do a test on. And yet... Like how, why hasn't Mythbusters done this? Um... Well, okay, so uh, let me give you the quick hits. Um, okay. I'll, I'll describe each of them in less than five seconds, uh, and then we can talk about uh, more than that. So, first one, the buoyancy hypothesis. Um, that's the rising hot air one. Second one, the Bernoulli effect hypothesis, which you already described. The next one, the horizontal vertex hypothesis. This has to do with some complex fluid modeling someone did, uh, which suggests that there is a sort of a sideways hurricane move type movement in the shower, and it moves such that it, it pulls the bottom of the sh shower curtain towards the interior. Moving on, there's the Coanda effect hypothesis, which is boundary layer attachment. That's the tendency of a moving fluid to adhere to an adjacent wall. So... Uh, no, I don't totally get that one. I guess like the the moving air sticks to the opposite wall. Uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's sticking to the curtain. Like a boundary condition type thing, because it's there's a non-moving wall, so it has to be zero at the boundary. Yeah, and then I guess the idea must be that as um as that fluid is, is kind of there, it still wants to move a little bit. So the air is the fluid in this case. And it sort of, yeah, it, it must be, it must be not moving at the wall because the wall isn't moving, but then the rest of it is moving. And so in reality, it sort of gives a little tug on the, uh, on the curtain. I guess that must be what that is. Um, that's the Coanda effect. Uh, condensation suggests that um, as uh, steam condenses onto the shower curtain, um, if it's not replaced with more steam, that's creating a vacuum in the shower booth, um, which pulls it in. Um, and then finally, there's air pressure, uh, which is uh, very similar to the rising air thing. So uh, cold, dense air outside and hot, less dense air. Um, so it just sort of forces it over. So those are the, uh, the in this game of Shower Clue, those are the suspects. Um are, are you convinced by any of those, or do you still uh, a hard line? I mean, I I stand by the Bernoulli effect. What do you believe? Um, I imagine it's a mix of it. I think the thing that really sways me here, um, and that I left out for dramatic effect, is that uh, the horizontal vertex hypothesis, which is the one that makes the least intuitive sense to me. Um, like I can't just sort of you know imagine some fluid mechanics and be like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, but it was modeled. Uh, using computational fluid dynamics, and it actually won a 2001 Ig Nobel Prize. Are you familiar with the Ig Nobels? Mm -mm. Uh, the Ig Nobel Prize are a uh, prize given every or a series of prizes given every year for uh, essentially very good work done in science. Um, uh, here you go. It says uh, awarded to honor achievements that first make people laugh and then make them think. Um, 
So basically, it's like, oh, this this work is actually good, but it's on a sort of absurd concept, um, or like a concept that actually seems pretty useless. But like, eh, it's not bad. So in 2001, uh, a man named David Schmidt from the University of Massachusetts uh, was awarded the Ig Nobel um, for doing this computational fluid dynamics uh, in which he found this result where it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like the sideways hurricane. Um, and then he he went on to insist that he did it for fun and did not use any grant funding whatsoever because I imagine he didn't want his uh, grant people to get mad at him. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but this doesn't answer my question. What do you believe? Are you just going to believe it because it won some prize? Or what's the situation? I don't know. I don't know what to do with computational fluid dynamics. Because it's like, uh, yeah, you can't describe that to me. You're, what you're saying is, yeah, I put it into a computer and a bunch of math worked this out. But like, I think an important thing in describing scientific phenomena uh, is being able to put a mechanism to it that we can describe in terms that we can understand. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're getting to a point in uh, understanding our natural world where that's maybe not true. We have to put it into computers and say, well, that's what the computer said, but that like feels wrong to me. So I like, I I'm intrigued by the idea, but I just, I can't do anything with it. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm willing to say, uh, yeah, it's probably a mix of Bernoulli effect. And I still think there's probably something to do with uh, the hot air rising. It seems like that would be very easy to test. You take a hot shower and a cold shower, see which you get to pull in. What am I, an animal? For. No. Oh, thanks. You're sweet. <laughs> well, that puts that to bed. And uh, now I guess Catherine's going to go to bed. And that her... puts us to bed. <laughs> in our bedspread that looks kind of like our shower curtain. <laughs> All right. Well... Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Until then, that's Captain Cogart over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye.